You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello and welcome back to a special episode of Kapow, the pop culture podcast. We've got a top 10 for you, which we know you'll enjoy. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth. And Rust. Oh, sorry. Say Zoom. That's how we do it. Damn you, Zoom. We talk over each other and even our esteemed guests. Welcome, Russ, back to the show. Hey, Russ Cassidy, yes. He, co- he comes for the best stuff, video games and toys. I mean, hey. I wish that's all I came here for. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is your second time on the show, and um, you, I don't remember how long ago we did video games. It, it seems like forever ago, but it probably wasn't that long ago. At least a year. It's, a year. it's been a while, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what do we do? What 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 what's the top ten? Well, we are in the midst of quarantine procedures here in Ohio. Uh, pop culture has been limited. We're not going out to see movies or anything. So we thought we hadn't done a top ten in a while. So we wanted to do That's that. Right. And Cliff Barnes had a suggestion that we do the top ten toy lines of all time. Which actually, I think his suggestion was the top ten action figure. Yeah. He tried to, he tried to shoehorn us into that, and I wasn't. So we happy. thought maybe expand it. It doesn't have to be an action figure. It could be any sort of toy, any sort of any brand, any type of toy. Yeah. Um, but there are going to be stipulations. Otherwise, we don't like. There's no video games. Right. You know, it has to be a toy. No, no board games. No BMX bikes. Those are all different shows. No skateboards or big wheels, no sporty things. It's not like they they try to like uh, enter toys in the Hall of Fame, and I think the first one was like a stick. Oh, you know, no, none of that garbage. Toys. <laughs> we want toys. I mean, it was interesting. Interesting researching this and actually seeing all the different things, and I'm like, these are games. These, you know, Atari is not a toy. Right. It's just right. Yeah. So, sounds like you're on the same page. And oh, here's yeah. how our new way of doing a top 10, at least this time, we'll change it up all the time, but the way we do it now is we're just going to each take turns nominating something to be in our top 10. And we, we'll throw it out there, discuss that toy line to exhaustion, <laughs> and then decide as a group whether we think it should definitely be in the top 10, definitely not. Or if we're going to put it to the side to pick from a pool later to fill in the top 10. Right. So, so it's a community top 10. This is the Kapow top 10. And your, your pick, Russ, is just as important as ours. You, you're on the show, so you are helping cement this in there. So, And we had a few suggestions from our Facebook friends, so we'll throw those out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna talk, the whole point is to get to talk about a bunch of toys. So right. we'll, we'll talk about everything we can think of. Um, and I threw in there, I wanted to throw in at, at the end of this whole thing, I thought something extra we could do uh, for a change with this subject is um, 
we could all kind of, we'll pick our favorite toy manufacturer, our favorite toy company, not, uh, you know, not a particular line, but who's the best? Is it Mattel or um, Hasbro, whatever it is, so. What a twist. (laughs) (laughs) And right up front, we should probably stipulate this is not, we're not deeming all-time toys for everyone. This is our list, Kapow. Yeah, don't add us. Are all very similarly demographic. We grew up around the same era. We're all three, uh, we're all three, four males. Kapow, yeah, we switched between three people and four, so now we're back to four. We are four males of a certain age, so our, our, our picks are going to skew in that direction. These are boys' toys, as they used to be called, where everything, you know, the toy aisles were all segregated. Boys pick from one shop, girls pick from another. We'll, we'll give, we'll talk up some girl stuff. Luckily, we had yeah. some submissions from, you know, a member of our cast. <laughs> and right. she, and, you know, she get Valerie gave us some great suggestions and reminders, so we'll discuss all those. And hey, there's a chance mm-hmm. that we may all be on the same page. That some of this stuff deserves to be on there. Yeah, don't ever question our wokeness. <laughs> <laughs> Just warning everyone: it's going to skew '80s. It's going to yeah. skew male. Yeah, that's who we are. We're 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 '80s boys. Yeah, Jesse most of us. It. Most of us have daughters too. So ah. yeah, right. So who wants well, to throw? Who wants Half to throw something out there and uh, strategically? Yeah. There's a strategy throw something out there. Yeah, because well, it was Cliff's idea. He should. He should. Okay. Go. Okay. Oh well. Okay. Honors to go to me. Um, let's throw something out there that isn't too obvious. Um, so for me, what? One of my earliest lines I collected, um, and it's a line I remember being very excited about. I remember when they came out in 85, remember the first one I had, and I remember what store I bought it at. Oh, my God. It was the <laughs> Kenner Superpowers line, the DC Comics, because I know you guys love DC. DC Comics line that came out in 85. It was um, – I grew up watching Super Friends in all the iterations of that show. So this was the first time I could have the toy that matched somewhat the show. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the battle of the superpower collection. What's this? The dam's about to blow and take Robin with it? Who'll stop the Joker and Luther? Kenner's new Superpowers collection figures with power action each sold separately with its own mini comic. Who can help now? A power ring, a power action punch. It is the bomb. Can this madness be stopped in time? You did. The first one I had was the Flash, and then I got Batman very shortly after that. And I just remember um, collected a few more, and then that following Christmas would have been Christmas '85. I got the enti- the rest of the entire original line, the figure set. And uh, the Wonder Twins? No, no, no Wonder Twins. It had no Gleek? Gleek. <laughs> no Gleek, but it had really cool villains. It had the Joker and the Penguin and Brainiac, all these, and other cool hero characters that you couldn't find, like Hawkman 
and um, Green Lantern and Aquaman. Aquaman? Aquaman. Um, but I, it had really cool accessories. The Batmobile was a, was a really popular one. I had the Batmobile. Um, they all had play functions too. Most of the, the figures, if you squeezed their legs, they punched or twisted around or, or whatever. Um, and then the vehicles had, you know, the, the Batmobile had a function where the, it had a battering ram on the front when you push the button and it shot, you know, you could hit your, your villain um, before you ran him over. Um, it also had the Hall of Justice. Uh, which was also doubled as a carrying case, but it was a big, huge, play, one of the better play sets of the 80s, I thought. Um, it looked just, except it was yellow, but it looked just like the Hall of Justice on the show. So... Yeah, I, I didn't have any of these toys, but my neighbors had a handful. They had the Hall of Justice, but they left it in the yard. That was where they kept it, just sitting out in the yard. And I, even at that age, it broke my heart that... They had this amazing play set, and they were taking zero care of it. All right. So that's not a shoe-in, I don't think, right? Does anybody feel like that immediately needs to go in the top ten? It's a good pick. I hadn't actually thought of it, but that's a very good pick. Yeah, I hadn't actually thought of it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're really, you're really helping me out It's here. still in there. We we can pick from it later. It's it's right in the, in the top of the pile there. It's a, it's one of one right now. Yes, it's if we had to stop now, it's number one. But yeah, for comic book fans, that's that's an important line. Like after Mego, like that was where we got. Yeah, and, and this was I. The way I always heard it was, if you remember back then, um, this was the set that inspired the, the Marvel Secret Wars collection that came out shortly after the guys with the shields. They came out as competition shortly after that, but this line was way superior. All right. Well, let's go. Let's let our guest throw a line of toys out there. What do you got? All right. This one might be uh, one of the more predictable things. Yeah, um, I know what it is. <laughs> but but, but see, seeing my, my son play with them and my daughter playing with them, um, Matchbox slash Hot Wheels. Race cars. Little race cars. Hot Wheels Flying Colors Cars for 75 gold. They're bright. Competition gold. Stars on white. Some have fights. Some have stripes. Some have flames. But not one of them looks the same. Some ride wide. Some ride low. And when you want them to, they really go. The new Hot Wheels Flying Colors cars. 24 cars in all, each sold separately from Madame. Um, I mean, just the yeah, amount, I... the amount of them that they have created over the years. And I mean, I mean, it just, everything. Do you know when, um... there you go. Do you know? It's in my when... basement. <laughs> When uh, when that line started, was it in the '60s or earlier? That line started, I believe, in the actually in the late '40s or '50s. Okay, wow. Yeah, Matchbox came first. Hot Wheels came later, and uh, I, I read that Matchbox actually didn't make their uh, their track system until the '70s to compete with Hot Wheels. Hmm. So, but yeah, it, when it was a guy that was basically um, his daughter wanted 
the queen's carriage shrunk so that she could play with it. So he just made it so small that it, it would fit inside of a matchbox. And that's where they got the name. So. And still huge today. Still, I mean, there are matchbox conventions. There are people who just sell, you know, eBay stores and flea markets. Like it's, it's still going. And you can't say that about everything we're going to nominate today, that there's still yeah. a vibrant <laughs> community behind it. This is a very universal toy. I think this is I something that just I still play. look for Hot Wheels when I go in the toy section. I've collected Hot Wheels my whole life. I don't I mean, I don't talk about it very much. I do have a stand in my living room with a bunch of movie cars of Hot Wheels and models like that. But I just have always loved a friend of mine, um, always collected model cars. And we just is they're so cheap. Go get them for a buck. You can go anywhere. You can get just we'd spend they every weekend so at some point we'd be stopping in department stores checking out the hot wheels aisles because you might find one you don't have that's cool and it's like i love i love hot wheels and that was one when you you know you were on a little kid on the trip to the store with your mom or your dad or whatever and you know well maybe i won't they won't buy me this guy over here that i want but i know i can get that matchbox car that's the last thing you try for. If you've been told <laughs> right. no and everything else, come on, yeah. this is a dollar. Right. You don't exactly. love me a dollar. Yeah, I definitely had, you know, Hot Wheels, Matchbox, whatever. Um, I, you know, I, I couldn't have told you the difference of but this one's Hot Wheels, this one's Matchbox. I didn't care. They were just cars. And I, I vividly remember uh, I was very into the Dukes of Hazard at that, you know, time period when it was on and even a little after that and I remember it was a big deal that you know I'd get in the General Lee and I got Uncle Jesse's truck and Daisy's Jeep and the you know Boss Hogg's car and Roscoe's patrol car all that stuff love it so yeah. you're on board with me and Russ and Jordan always oh, throwing you in there Jordan <laughs> I'm Jeez. going for it you just come along it. I'm just trying to back up the guest here. You guys can have a little hospitality. I mean, it's definitely in the discussion. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick it out immediately. I, I, I think it should be in the top ten automatically. Oh. Russ, how how strongly is this one of your top things? I mean, I think you... this is when I looked at the toys um, that could be that had replayability, can be played by both both boys and girls. Um, you know, most often geared towards boys, but I mean, you know, it, I, I see Abigail play with Christopher all the time in their cars and I mean, they pretend for, with everything. I just, to me, I had it, I had it pretty high up the list. Top three for sure. Yeah. It, I, I'm it's definitely in my top five. Yeah. I mean, it, personally, it's not, it wasn't, you know, that high for me, but I totally get it. Like I understand, you know, these have been around for you know, 40s or whatever we we're talking about forever. They this has got the longevity that's still popular. Like I totally get that this could be top 10 right here. All right, Cliff, you talked me into it. I'm on board. Put it in the list. <laughs> All right. Cliff's passionate speech there just won me out. Hey, he's like, I don't, <laughs> looks like I what? What happened? Okay. <laughs> All right, Jordan, what do you got? Ninja Turtles off my list right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why be coy about it? I'm going with my number one right out of the gate. We're going to add the second one to the list here. 
began in 1964 as a line of 12-inch figures and the four branches of the military, Hasbro's G.I. Joe, were the ones we know and love, the real American hero, 1982. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. It's here, the G.I. Joe collection. Infantry Trooper. Codename Grunt. Bazooka Soldier. Codename Zap. Motor Soldier. Codename Short Fuse. Laser Rifle Trooper. Codename Flash Ranger. Codename Stalker. Communications Officer. Codename Breaker. Machine Gunner. Codename Rock and Roll. Counterintelligence. Codename Scarlet Commando. Codename Snake Eyes. Each sold separately. G.I. Joe from Hasbro. Shrunk down to three and three quarter scale. Uh, blew up pop culture. It was my first, I don't know the word, fandom or whatever. I don't like throwing that word around, but it was the first thing I loved in pop culture. And I don't know, just it's it's still one of my favorite things today. Still one of your favorite things to play with? Is that what you say? I still read the comic. Mr. Larry Hama still puts out a comic every month. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah this is a uh, – I. I loved G.I. Joe, of course, and had bought tons of the figures, read the comics, you know, just watched the cartoons. I said, it was on 7 o'clock Saturday morning. I had to set an alarm. It was the only day of the week I would as a kid. Get my bean bag out, pull it in front of the TV, and watch G.I. Joe. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I, I was uh, yeah, definitely. I ha- I was very proud of the collection of GI Joes I had as a child. Definitely top three for me. Um, watched the cartoon every weekday afternoon. It was uh, it was on after school for years and years. Uh, I didn't care if they reran the same episodes all the time. Did not matter. Um, could not get enough of GI Joe. And it was interesting, uh, when the quarantine started, Hasbro released the original series to YouTube for everybody to watch. And the amazing pop culture reaction, you know, 40 years later, really surprised me how popular to this day that that line is. I mean, for, you know, folks our age, that was a major major thing in our life for a long time. It was, it was, that was, it was huge. I mean, the universe that they built and then built and then built. I mean, it was just, it was it's the, the characters that, you know, everything. I mean, I mean, they've tried to revitalize it a couple of times with a couple of very poor movies, but you know, yeah. at the same time, you know, the cartoon and the, and the figures were just, you know, outstanding. I mean, even the posability, there was no other figure like that 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 had the articulation. And yeah, and I think that was really the first one that had art, the the word articulation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was reading up on it today. It said they wanted to get it down to the Star Wars scale, three and three quarters, but they wanted a little bit more, you know, the elbow joints and stuff to give it a little bit more, and then the accessories they put on. And it's it just super uh, innovative as well because there were rules back then about advertising toys and and what kind of commercials you could have so they decided to make uh animated commercials so they basically aired little 30 second cartoons and they're like yeah we're not uh you know we're not advertising toys we're advertising this cartoon isn't it cool and like and then they put out the comic book and that took off and became one of the best on comics of the 80s 
and it was all just they just getting you to buy the toys. You know, every issue of the comic, like, hey, go jump in this new Jeep, guys. We got to go fight Cobra. And it's like you read it now, and you can see it so plainly that they just keep introducing characters and, and vehicles and, and places. Yeah, but the vehicles, the vehicles were just so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the original carrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the USS flag was like eight feet long. Um, the original thirteen, I think, was it twelve or thirteen in eighty two? I think it was thirteen. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So the original line um, was a little bit different in the joint um, and the head movement, the elbows, and the, uh, I think at the forearm, they were a little bit more straightforward. Um, than the ones we probably actually remember, unless you had a bunch of those. They were also all more realistic. They all wore the same, you know, green uniform um, variation. Uh, I still remember the first one I got. Do you guys remember the first figure you had? I thought you were asking us if I remember the first figure you got. Yeah, I was going to say. The Flash. The Snake Eyes. (laughs) It wasn't Snake Eyes. It was Stalker. I remember I had Stalker. I knew the first one I got was Firefly. Okay, and then I got the vamp with clutch, and then shortly I remember a birthday or Christmas shortly after that where I got the uh, Wild Bill and the um, uh, shoot airplane. Think, no, the, the helicopter. Helicopter. So, yeah, yeah. This is me. a this is a sure thing, right, yeah. guys? It's, yeah. it's going on the list. Yep, oh, yeah. on the list. The okay. fact that we have you have to give credit to Larry Hama there, where like, yeah, the figures in conception were just generic army guys. Mm-hmm. So he wrote all the file cards that went on the back, gave them all names, personalities, backstories, hometowns, so you could really like fall in love with these guys and have favorites. So, oh, this guy's from Columbus, Ohio. Like, I know where that is. Like, it just made him yeah. so much more alive. That's where Grunt lived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the best Grunt. But but uh, but he based these the the characters on a lot of people he served with in Vietnam, correct? Yes, and then took a, a, a the comic the the assignment nobody wanted nobody wanted to write this comic that was a toy tie-in and turned it into just a, a beloved '80s run of comics. And it was also important, like the fandom he's always said was almost 50% girls who wrote into the, you know, the the letters column because they were such strong female characters as well, who were just as all equal with the guys. So it was, it was a hit from all kids, all kids in the eighties, I think at, were impacted some way by GI Joe. Okay. Yeah. Mo- moving on. It's on the list. This is, this is really easy guys. <laughs> you can't resist Sergeant Slaughter or William Perry. <laughs> That's right. All right. Mine. I'll just get, Throw in one. This is uh, for boys and girls. Dates back to 1932. Denmark, where they introduced and started building Lego bricks. The Lego Land Vader 1 command base. You build it for action. You can pretend the radar sounds an alert, a signal to the crew. So you slide them to the launch pad for a make-believe rescue. And how about the new mobile rocket transport? You can drive it over make-believe craters, then get ready for flight. You can lower the rocket, pretend to fire, and blast it out of sight. The action's up to you. The new Legoland mobile rocket transport from the Legoland collection. Legoland Vader 1 command base sold separately from Lego Systems. And... Famously, before we start talking about this, uh, Cliff and Jordan are not Lego fans. And 
I that blows my mind. I I have built Lego my whole life. It's in my I'm, top ten here. I've got it here. Yeah, well, I just you guys have said that, but I it's like we I played with Legos my whole life. I had a million sets when I was a kid. The as my you know kids been growing up. Every time we went to Toys R Us, that's the last stop before you got to the end of Toys R Us was at the Lego section. I mean, we've he's wrote book reports on it. We've constantly built. We've spent our favorite show the last ten weeks has been Lego Masters. It's just the most phenomenal toy system of just being able to build whatever you want or to be able to follow intricate um, instructions to build things you may not be able to yourself. And just it's an incredible system. I love it. I think it's one of the best toys ever invented, and I think it should be on the list. Yeah, I'm. Go ahead, you can't Russ. deny it. You, you can't. You can't deny the the power of of these interlocking blocks. I mean, they've spawned so many other. I mean, you know, the Duplo and all of those other, basically, you know, uh, knockoffs type of system. Yeah, it's the same type of system. But I mean, it, it's just the fact that it's been around for so long, and they're able to you know, always come out with something new to, for, for pop culture, you know, based on movies and comics and everything else. And there's so many different sets. I don't like how expensive they are, but I mean that, you know, you can't, you know, deny the fact that they are, it's, it is a crazy uh, system that they have and they've made a lot of money off of it. When, well, I'll never forget when we went in 2009 cliff, when we all went to Disney world and we found that Lego store down there we never Disney. never been to one and that was you know it's a pretty big one and when nick walked in there i mean he lost his mind it's just like you could just a wall of bricks and you could fill up a cup with all the bricks and he was just so lego crazy at the time and it's just so such a great idea to be able to use your imagination and build whatever the heck you want plus yeah i mean licensing of franchises does drive the price up but you know, it's still, they, they can have whoever they want because it's such a big, you know, popular system. I, I love it. I, I had a bunch as a kid, but I was out of it by the time that blew up. So the ones I'm remembering beyond just generic you know, bricks right. were, you know, you could be, have the pirate theme or the, you know, you build the firehouse and then you'd have the ambulance and the fire truck. Like it was themed, there's a town theme and then there's the outer space theme. So it, it was just generic, but it still let you use your imagination. And there was a, the medieval theme, horses and castles. And so it was it was really expansive even before they branched into pop culture. And that just took it to a whole other level with Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and everything you can think of. Yeah, my so, yeah, I, I don't I don't hate Lego. I just wasn't a Lego kid. And you just I, don't like stepping on them, right? Yeah, I didn't. I definitely don't like stepping on them. Um, I think my issue why I never got into it was because there was there was no Lego cartoon. Most of the things I loved, I loved because I was an idiot kid that they were selling these commercials to, and I was eating it up <laughs> like. As soon as the new show would come on, man, I got to have that toy. I got to go get that right now. I need them all. So. So it's got to be on the list somewhere, right? Sure. Sure. All right. I even sent away for 
it was a little tool that was like a little wrench thing for if you had two pieces stuck together, it was a way to like pry them apart. So I, when I played with them, I had kept my handy tool with me as well. So I, I never had that problem of the Legos, the little skinny pieces all stuck together. All right. We got, uh, Back we to got Cliff. Eight, eight minutes. Okay. You do yours and we'll start over. Okay. Um, okay, so my turn. Uh, let's throw something out from the 80s. Um, mask. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Convert switchblade to jet mode. Surprise, Matt Tracker. It's mayhem. Battle stations. Protect the decoder, Bruce. I'm going up. Stacks, ready to fire. Mask, switchblade, Thunderhawk, and Rhino. Fire! Each sold separately with action figure. Cover me, Matt. 10-4. Sato's getting away! But you're not, Mayhem. Mask, Switchblade, Thunderhawk, and Rhino, each sold separately, new from Kenner. <laughs> hey, I didn't laugh at Legos. Yeah. Did anybody hear? <laughs> I never even heard of Mask until like a year or two ago when you guys mobile, were talking about it. Yeah, Mobile Armed Strike Command with a K. Uh, it was a, it was If I had known it had a K. That's right. Um, it was, uh, this was one of their shows, though, that had a great TV theme, probably the best 80s cartoon theme song, better than G.I. Joe, I, I, I have to say. Um, but this was, yeah, it was, it was a great theme song. But this was a line, it came from Kenner Toys, they were part die cast, it was um, two-inch figures, I do believe. Uh, every figure had a different mask that matched their uniform with a different power on the show. And then they all had their own um, vehicle. You had the good, the good guys and the bad guys. The Venom versus Mask. Mask were the good guys. Uh, Matt Tracker had the had the Camaro, like the Z twenty eight Camaro. The wings uh, popped out, and it would fly. But the the thing that made this great was this line looked like the cartoon you watched every day. The, they looked like real cars. They they were kind of like Transformers a little bit, and they had, you know, they turned from a plane to a helicopter or um, a motorcycle to a helicopter, or <laughs> uh, you had the big semi that was kind of like... Slash, the mo- slash helicopter. Yeah, slash helicopter. Um, <laughs> but, and, and it had a great play set with it. Um, the, it, it was the... Uh, the big gas station with the mountain behind it that was their command center. And um, it looked exactly like the cartoon show. Everything looked exactly like it should. It wasn't like, you know, Star Wars. We love Star Wars and Kenner toys, but the figures, Han Solo with that gigantic head or that tiny head didn't really look like Harrison Ford. You know, Luke Luke Skywalker had a yellow lightsaber in, in the toy. So this was kind of the first one I was like, man, this really looks like what I'm watching on TV. I really love that. They were heavy-duty toys, um, very, very um, detailed. And, and I just thought they were a, a great a great collection out there. Did you guys have mask toys? Did you play with or watch the cartoon? I, I played with them, and I watched the cartoon, but I had them on my honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. Well, I remember the semi. I remember the Camaro. I remember the motorcycle. 
I did yeah. not remember Venom the the being the the bad the, group. The bad but, guys, yeah. But it was uh, I yeah we we had all the toys. Yeah, I remember some friend of mine had them all. I, I remember playing with them. I don't. I, we never owned any, and I I don't remember the cartoon at all. I don't remember ever watching it. Yeah, I never heard of it. It's just a blank spot for me in those that eighty. I, I think it was on two seasons. I think yeah, eighty five and eighty six. If I remember correctly, I think the toy line ran from like eighty five to eighty eight, maybe. Um, off the top of my head, I could be wrong. But the the only problem I I ever had with this set because it was so wonderful, um, and fun to play with, was it was a different scale than my Star Wars figures and my GI Joe figures, which were you know that three and three quarter inch. These were smaller. And they were smaller. The, the only thing they they probably were more relative to like transformers and, and some of the size because transformers would be all over the place in different you know figures. Um, but yeah, so if it doesn't make it, we talked about it. I'm happy with that. <laughs> so as a chance, we got we got it here on the list to pick from later. It's, I, I I expected it to get you know some talk here. Yeah, my, I know it's one of the big '80s uh, properties, and I, to me, it always seemed like you said it was. It almost had the Transformer feel. It was almost like a crossover between Transformers and GI Joe, because you had the, yeah, you had the, the you know the the characters, and then you had their vehicles, and the when IDW did their big uh, mm-hmm. Hasbro mash everything together universe, that's that's kind of the the way they went. They used Transformer technology to build their cars, and they had recruited people from GI Joe, so like. Even they went that direction that it all kind of it felt it felt like both those properties, but just its own thing. Yeah, the the twenty seventeen revolution uh, mashup that Hasbro was trying to build that universe, which wasn't bad. I was probably the only one that bought that comic series, um, <laughs> but uh, but but I enjoyed it, and and, and that's kind of as a kid, that's how I I I played with it. Was you know it was like well. We, you know, when if you combine, which I normally didn't do, I didn't combine universes a lot, but it was kind of one of those. You know, why are you so small? Well, this is this is what we look like. And, <laughs> We're on Earth six one six. Right. Time's <laughs> ticking. All right, yeah, Russ, you're next. What do you got? Oh, man. I'm not sure which one I should go with. Um. I don't know if you guys will consider this in the top 10 or not, but it's something that my kids have been like begging to play with like constantly. And that is Play-Doh. Play-Doh. They love it. That's because they can do so much with it. You're the Play-Doh boy. Right. Kids love to squish it and squash it and roll it. But most of all, kids like Play-Doh because they can make anything they imagine. I remember you. I remember you, too. Play-Doh. Help make all this, Mommy. Oh, I had a little help. <laughs> Play-Doh. Oh, wow. Which started off back in the, the 50s or 60s. Some guy basically used wallpaper cleaner because it was mashable. And he ended up getting a lot of requests from schools in Cincinnati. So he started sending it out to all these schools in Cincinnati. And uh, and it started getting packaged and colored and everything else. And now they make all those. I'm, I remember playing with, as a kid, there was a like a barber shop. Yep. 
like you, you like you squeeze the Press handle the and thing, the, the hair comes out. I mean, yeah. Cut so, it. Yep. And and the I mean, my four year old still beg every day. Can we put the plate up? Like, yeah, we can. But you know what? It's only going to last two days because you're going to leave it out and it's going to get hard. Well, I also had Play-Doh in my uh, close to the top ten. I, I hadn't figured out if it's in there or not, but uh, it's definitely a contender for me. I love Play-Doh. I love, I love getting that out and, you know, playing with my kid, playing with it when I was a kid, all the different things you can do. Just squeeze it, make it spaghetti, and uh, that's the main Basically, you're just squeezing it through things. Awesome. Yeah, I, w- I would have never even thought of Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. Like, it didn't even cross my... You can't leave it out out to the air for very long, but, you know, you got to make sure to put it away or it's trash. I, the dog I, eats it. <laughs> gets in the carpet. Mom's it's really salty. It's it ta- it it in the carpet. <laughs> that was my problem is I was way too OCD, and I would see the packages... Yeah. And oh, you can make a, a you know someone with red li- limbs and green yeah. hair, and they're like the, you could not mix them. Once you uh, mixed it, they were ruined. I'm the same way, Jordan. I hated when my Play-Doh colors got mixed together. It pissed we me heard. off. We heard. Done with them. We heard. You don't even like to mix your action figures That's together. Damn straight. <laughs> the Play-Doh, it like it felt there's a residue. It left. You know, you could make a mess on the furniture. It got all mixed up. It dried out. I just I couldn't. You'll make a great. You'll make a great mom someday. Yeah, I didn't want any part of it. No Play-Doh in my house. (laughs) I appreciate (laughs) its place in history, but it was not for me. Yeah, agreed. Well, I'm gonna add it to the side list here that we can pick from at the end. But I, I like that contender. All right, Jordan. All right, I will throw out one. Based on a mo- based on a cartoon, based on a movie, the toy line ran from so the cartoon i i was not the biggest ghostbusters movie fan but i love the cartoon to death it was like my favorite cartoon of that era and i lo- and for some, for whatever reason the toys like i think i owned more ghostbusters toys than anything else like i had i had the you know the the, the firehouse and the ecto 1 and all the all everything that came out from that line I, i'm not sure why but something about that line clicked with me so much I, the cartoon just you know it was perfect for me that, that the age i was then and all the, the the characters they would have you know different features of little ghosts you know they would look normal and you'd pull it up and it'd be a monster inside or whatever you know they had some neat it was not the best uh <laughs> you know sculpts and and playability of the era but i i was i was head over heels for these toys yeah this was definitely a really good line and and the cartoon ran for a long time um i i was a huge ghostbusters movie guy i remember going to see it in the theater with my aunt and 
I just, I love that movie. We, it was one of the first three we had on VHS when we got a VCR. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the cartoon. And I think it's because I love the movie. And it wasn't like the movie. I mean, it was, but it, but it was too, a little too different for me. Yeah, I, I didn't have that connection to the original. So I, for, you know, I, I just love the, the cartoon for what it was. I, I still had some of the toys. Of, I think I had some, I, I probably had the main four Ghostbusters. And I remember the little, uh, um, PKE meter. Well, the PKE, yeah, but, but their, uh, what, what's their, their gun thing? The proton packs. Yeah, yeah the proton have, packs. They have yeah. the, like the, the playset or the, uh, you know, the costuming thing. They have the trap you could stomp on and the, you could wear the proton packs. They had, yeah, they, they went all out for, <laughs> for playability for sure. And the, this was, uh, also Kenner line. Um, man, they were huge in the eighties, but, uh, but yeah, I, it was a really good, I agree. I had this on, I written down. It was a great line of toys. I know it's still really popular. Anybody else have it? I completely forgot about Ghostbusters. Okay, so okay. I like the I like the movies fine. I did not ever watch the cartoon. I know what it is. I was too old for it. I'm sure. I'm not taking anything away from it. It wouldn't be on my list, but it may mean something more to you guys. I believe the cartoon won some Emmys. Like it was a pretty acclaimed for a dumb kids cartoon. It was pretty acclaimed for that's that. the award it won. Dumbest kids cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember some of the villains, the the ghosts from this line. Like you could get, they had some pretty cool. You get like Dracula and Frankenstein. Um, uh, the Mummy, I think, was another one. Like they had really, it was a cool line. It had cool, you know, ghost villains that you caught, and you're. Ghostbusters. They're in control. Okay. Uh, moving on. Whose turn? It's my turn. Okay. All right. I'm going big. 1969. That's your favorite year? Nice. nice. <laughs> um, Nerf! Face it. You're either on one end of a Nerf weapon or the other. Time to choose. So, you better think about getting yourself a bow and arrow or a Nerf missile storm. Excuse me? Don't you just love this? Or an arrow storm? Or a very good hiding place? Don't you get it? Nerf! Nerf! Come on! They got balls and guns and darts and everything. Everybody's got a every. If you have kids, you have a thousand Nerf guns and bullets around everywhere. We've all played it. Cliff, your kids played it over here. You know, there's just like I love playing it as a kid. We all had Nerf footballs thrown around the yard with big rips out of them, or yeah. the dog bit it or something. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Um... That was the, that's what I played with the most were the Nerf footballs. Um, if you ask my kids, they would probably tell you, "Yeah, that's top ten. If you're asking me, <laughs> maybe not so much. Oh man, I it's uh, just a way to be able to play war. 
and actually shoot things at other people. Yeah. It was like it scratched that G.I. Joe itch. We could play war in our yards. All, the whole street is a battleground, and we make teams with our walkie-talkies, another great toy, and just shoot. You could shoot each other. I had it all lumped together with toy guns, squirt guns, Nerf guns, laser tag. I mean, it was all, you know, basically it was dress-up for dress, cowboy dress-up, basically, yeah. But as a toy line, this is the this is the top of the heap there with the uh, of the guns and and you know there was a lot it, of things you could do with Nerf. It, it's funny you said Nerf football because I wouldn't until you said it, I didn't think about it, but I can still remember that wet, muddy, oh, yeah. soaked <laughs> Nerf Nerf oh, football yeah. with the chunk out of it. Yep. Up against you, know, like like hit me in the Flashed. face every time. You <laughs> oh again, yeah, still yeah. There's still every toy store. If, if you we have toy stores, have a full aisle of Nerf stuff, and the technology has just grown. Where there are, you know, you can you can buy a magazine of like thirty darts that can you know uh, things we would never have believed as a kid, but it's still still going strong. Yeah, and maybe that's why I don't feel so so attached to it is because I don't remember as a kid having like a bunch of the guns. I had toy guns, laser, you know, ones that made all different types of sounds. I had the, um, I didn't have laser tag, but I had like one of the knockoffs. Um, I always keep one handy. (laughs) And, uh, but, but I didn't, I don't remember having a lot of the, really having the Nerf guns. I remember like the cheap single shooter dart guns more than I remember the like the Nerf brand. Well, I had in my honorable mentions where this is probably a good time to throw it out there was uh, the the brand was actually Aviva, but it was basically like Nerf. These foam baseball bats, and it was a set you get a bat and a ball. If there was one toy in my childhood I played with the most, it was probably that. My brother and I would go to our neighbor's house every single day of the summer and just play baseball. From came the, came in red and blue. Uh, we have the red one, I think, and then it would they expanded uh, the one. It was called the sound swing. It had a little hard ball in the middle. And when you swung, it popped up and hit it hit the top, so it made it sound like crack, like you'd really crack the ball. So it was just perfect for our yard. Like we used tennis balls, and if you used an aluminum bat or a wooden bat, you know the ball would fly into the next county. But these foam bats and a tennis ball were just perfect for the <laughs> for the dimensions we had to play with. And it was just, it was literally every day. Just grab our bats, head down the street to Jeff's house, and we were playing baseball all day. Okay, final thoughts on Nerf here. We, it's, so it doesn't sound like you guys have figured out yet that this is supposed it's, to be in the top great, 10. but it's also a little too much. It's too broad, is it? The Nerf, okay. Nerf guns, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm pressing on. Nerf guns and darts. Being able to shoot Nerf things at each other, it's huge. Every house with a kid has it. Let's, I say let's throw it in the pile and circle around back. Our pile is increasing. Yeah. <laughs> we have a big, huge pile. <laughs> Some of the other ones on the pile are certainly pretty stupid now that Nerf's next to it. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, Cliff. Yes, I'm. I'm just going to throw one of my top three 
out there. Nineteen. Yeah, still, a, still a couple of biggies out there not mentioned yet. I yeah. would say so. Yeah, I think one of them's about to get mentioned because uh, I even have one right here. Old Manny faces himself. Motu, Masters of the Universe. Now you can imagine all the power in the universe. The Masters of the Universe collection. 23 pieces, each sold separately. There's He-Man and these heroic action figures. Skeletor and the Warriors of Evil. And four fighting creatures. Castle Grayskull, Point Dread and the Talon Fight. You put them together. And battle machines like the Attack Track. Batteries not included. What would you do with all the power in the universe? He-Man, Skeletor, and all other items from the Masters of the Universe collection. Each sold separately. From Mattel. Guys. This was a huge, there's Skeletor. Russ has got a Skeletor. He's got cooler ones than I do. He's got a He-Man. He's probably even got battle. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to, hold on. Make it work. <laughs> I got tons of Snake Man. Snake Man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Masters of the Universe. This was huge. I'm going to. I got to throw it out there. I, to me, I thought this was a no-brainer. Um, I agree. It's oh, yeah. It, no came out, <laughs> <laughs> it came out in, I think, by Castle Grayskull. Um, is dated 1981. I was thinking 82, the original line, with yeah, the mini-comics. 1982. 1982, the mini-comics. Um, yeah, this was... I'm going to... Actually, a DC comic, right? I mean, the, the yeah. Superman and... Superman's on the cover. I'm, I'm going to share my screen right here. You, some of you have seen this already. This is my um, own Castle Grayskull my wife bought me uh, for Christmas a few years ago. It was a fun gift and um, that I'm working on completing here. Everything works, and I'm only missing the little pistol and the sword here for my, uh, for my weapons rack. But, but that is mine right there um, that I've been working on this week. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's that's it right there. I, yeah, uh, I I can't think of another toy line where nearly every character did something different. Like most toys, they all kind of do the same thing. This one, they invented characters that stretched, characters that their heads flipped around, their heads expanded. Like every character had a different action about it. So they had to like basically reinvent the wheel with every new line that came out. It's, it's well, kind it's, of incredible. It spawned She-Ra, so. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, which, you know, at one time was, I think, probably even more popular there for a while, the cartoon, yeah. than, than the He-Man ca cartoon, because the He-Man cartoon went off when She-Ra showed up. But, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know. I don't know what more there is to say about it. There, We still have, um, there are companies out now today that are they're still manufacturing Motu figures. Um, I think Super 7 has a great line of the... Uh, I think it's the filmation line comes in, looks like the original packaging, but the, they re-sculpted, remolded um, the figures and added some too from the cartoon because the cartoon was huge for me. Like I said, I'm an idiot kid. I bought into all that. Yeah. Um, but this was, this was the first one that the, I think the cartoon was based on the toy that already existed. It was hard, it's, it was a, it's a rich, rich man's Thundar the Barbarian. <laughs> Ula the, what was it? Ula, Ula the Mock? Moke? The Mukluk? No idea. 
Ookla the moop. Yeah. So what do you guys, are you yeah, voting I, on I'm that? all in on Motu. This was my number two of the top ten. This was I had a ton oh. of them, and I, I it was as far as being creative and and having lots of lots of play sets, lots of vehicles, you know, plus a little free little comic book with everyone. You got mm-hmm. that expanded the story and explained the well, gave their origin story a lot of times, so you got to learn who the characters were. Um, I had it up there with with GI Joe, yep. So all three of you obviously had this in your top 10. It's nowhere near my top 10, but it, it absolutely is a shoe in makes it in. It's going to be the fourth one locked into our top 10. It sounds like, right? Seth, you should have, you should have built some, some Lego homes for some masters of universe figures. And I mean, you would have been set. I might've been on board. <laughs> Lego. <laughs> hey, Lego's on there, man. Um, let's see. So now it's Russ. What do you got? Um, He's got props. We have we have Bumblebee. How many Bumblebees do you have? Tired of losing battle after battle in the sky, the Autobots create the ultimate robot jet. Jetfire. Transformers. More than meets the eye. But the evil Decepticons have a secret new weapon. Shockwave. Transformers, robots in disguise. Get behind the SD! Shockwave will stop them! The Transformers. From Hasbro. How many Transformers? How many Transformers do you have? Oh, man. I don't even know. A lot. Here's, here's the G1 Bumblebee. Yeah, so I, I have, I don't have an extreme amount. But I have what what I've actually collected are the oversized transformers. Like this bumblebee is actually, I mean, he's like eight inches tall. I mean, he's nowhere near the the right. G one size. Which their scales were all over the place with the toys. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Devastator was like eight inches, you know, nine inches tall or something like that. And Optimus Prime was like five inches. There was they just didn't line up with the cartoons. Well, but, they, they were originally they were different toy lines, right? Right, Japan. So that yeah, the, yeah, they mashed them up all, all together, and whatever you know, they were all different sizes. Right, Takara Tomy, um, you know, manufactured the the toys, and then they paired up with who who was I don't know Hasbro. Yeah, you know, Hasbro. Um, I mean, yeah. it's just insane that the, just what they did with you know being able to actually turn a vehicle into a robot the, the engineering is is insane. second to none as far as toys like right. to, to be able to do that and it's not just one it's many many different ways of doing multiple you know creations it's just it's a, a phenomenal line i i was too absorbed in gi joe at the time to have very many transformers but i mean we've had this is a this is the it is a tale as old as time with Kapow. The original Kapow. It was G.I. Joe versus Transformers. Go, but, go ahead, Jordan, to the new listeners. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Dating back to our, some of our very first episodes, we, we have a theory that when you, if you were a kid in the 80s, you were either a G.I. Joe kid or a Transformers kid. You could have liked them both. You could have loved them both. But 
you never liked them equally. You, you, you really gravitated toward one rather than the other. And pretty much everyone I've met has, has, has admitted one or the other. So. Yeah. Well, see, I always, I loved the Transformers cartoon more than I liked the G.I. Joe cartoon. But the G.I. Joe figures were much more affordable. So I had like every G.I. Joe where I didn't have very many Transformer figures at all. Um, yeah, they were definitely way more expensive. Yeah. And not only that, but I mean, they broke a lot easier too if you didn't, you know, I mean, G.I. Joe, oh, yeah. Silver Band, you buy Silver Band, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I really liked Transformers as a kid. Um, I loved the cartoon show for, you know, that first two seasons. And I, I think I've told this before. I was one of those kids that went to the movie theater to see Transformers the movie in 1986. And me being me, I came out and I was like, they killed Optimus. They killed the whole, almost the entire line in the first 20 minutes. And I was like, nope, I don't like Transformers anymore. Yep. <laughs> so live by, live by the uh, impressionable kid, die by the impressionable kid. <laughs> Right. They just re-released the Transformers the movie in the theater, you know, not too long ago, and people were still mad when they came out because they're like, "Dang it!" I for, I mean, I I remembered, but it was still hard. Yeah, I, I that is one of those things. I don't my the rest of my life. I don't know that I will ever forget as like that eight year old being like, "No, you killed Optim. You killed all the Autobots. I don't like Transformers anymore. Yeah. I, this is chaos." that I don't, I can't deal with in my life. <laughs> but as far as toy lines go, I think this is, I think, especially in the 80s, this is iconic. G.I. Joe Transformers, man. Yeah, it's not on my list, but I wouldn't argue against it for anyone else's list. This is one of the iconic toys of that era. Yeah, how how strong are you, Cliff? I mean, I I'm I'm sure it's on Russ's list, but what what? No, is I, it on I, your list? Yeah, it's on my list. Um, and I had Transformers toys. Don't get me wrong, I really like Transformers. I didn't have um the the real expensive Transformers, the bigger ones like Optimus and Megatron and all that. I was I was one of those kids that you know I, what we could afford were the the He Man well, I, and and the GI Joes. So uh, yeah, I got, you know, the bumblebees, the, um, gosh, uh, there was a little paint plane. I had some of the planes, but I, and I had some of the construct cons and I had, you know, I had quite a few of them that I always enjoyed. So, and the bigger ones were harder to transform a lot of times because they were more intricate and complicated. So I think I liked the simplified smaller ones. Yeah. I, you know, I, I guess for me, it, it's not in my top ten favorite toys, but it it when I made my top ten, it's for me, it is in the top ten like lines it or, of toys. Yeah, like my, it or my, not, this this was a revolutionary yeah. line. Yeah, it's not. It, w- it was never my favorite. I didn't collect them. I had a couple, like everybody else. My kid had had maybe one or two in his life. None of us ever got into it really, but. I, it's undeniable uh, as far as a, a, a line of toys. I don't know how it's how it wouldn't be in the top ten. So I have no problem putting it in there. And it's another one that stayed fresh in pop culture. Love them or hate them, the Michael Bay movies come out every couple of years. There's been a, you know a different animated incarnations every couple of years. So it's 
it's yeah every generation since then has, has known what the transformers are yeah absolutely so it's locked in there um jordan all right i get next pick i gotta say gobots no <laughs> leader one Sidekill. Go with a, a little more recent toy line. I'm gonna say Marvel Legends. Standing at 14 and a half inches tall. This figure features over 30 points of articulation with an impressive range of motion, allowing you to get him in some really dynamic poses. This figure has awesome deco, even has some great textures from his pants to his skin even the detail on his uh, face. Started out at Toy Biz and has moved to Hasbro in later years. It started off. It was a there was a, a line called Spider-Man Classic, and it was the first one that started. It packaged all of them with a comic book in behind and a cool base for them to stand on. And then they said, "Oh, this is work for Spider-Man. Let's do it for all these Marvel characters." So in 2002, they started the uh, the, and this is the problem with like any of the comic book toys i've had over the years they don't most of them don't last that long or there's a series you know it's secret wars it's based on this one thing and it's out for a year or two and then it goes on to the next thing well yeah marvel legends are still coming out you know from 2002 we're almost under 20 years of these toys so when wave one came out i thought they were amazing it was captain america hulk iron man and toad toad made it to round one i'm not sure how he got out of the gate first but um they the, the stands they had them on. You know, Captain America had an American flag behind it. Uh, you know, some of the later sets, Daredevils behind like a stained glass church window. The X Men were on you know uh, Sentinel parts that they had blown up. So this really cool base that it came with, and they started the build a figure fad where you'd get you know the left leg of Galactus or a Sentinel or that kind of thing, and also came packaged with a classic issue of the comic starring the character. So I, I loved everything about the packaging. I loved the format of it and the figures were super cool. But when that first wave came out, I'm like, Oh, these are really great. But I didn't buy any. Cause I'm like, you know, if I start buying these within a couple of years, they're going to go on to something else. It'll be a different, a different scale or a different type. But then like wave two came out, and I think it was some fantastic four the thing and human torch. And those looked really cool. It's like, I'm going to start buying these. So I went, I found a couple, I never did find the Iron Man, but I did find the Cap and Hulk. So I started buying them back then. And thankfully they, they, they knew they had a winner. So they, they've kept the same, you know, the, the same style going. Cause as I, as I said, I'm OCD and I'm, I'm not a completist, but you know, I'm, I'm close enough where I don't want to collect, you know, half the figures I want and then they'll never make the rest of them. So for, for the longevity, for the, for the, uh, for, the, for the, the look of them all, the comic accuracy and the, the ingenuity, I got to go Marvel Legend. How many of those do you have? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, they're all in a box right now at the moment. I don't have anywhere to display them, but I've got I've got 25 or 30 of them probably. Like who do you have? Like the Avengers, Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man, Daredevil, Fantastic Four. Ah. A lot of the X-Men. They're excellent. I mean, those figures are incredible it's a great line of figures i i thought about them but it's just like i you know they're aged out as far as playing with them and i don't i i'm, I'm sure there are kids playing with these toys like they're i mean how much do they cost a piece uh they're they were around 20 the 20 dollar 20 dollar 25 dollar mark yeah 
They're 20 so that's pushing it. Every once in a while. I mean, I really love the figures. I didn't have them on my list, but I mean, it's, they're, they're definitely, I mean, I'm a, I'm a comic guy. So, I mean, you know, I, I love the, the figures. And I yeah. open them all. I rip every single one of them out of the package. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Everything. Well, we'll put it on the side list here. Right there next to the Kenner uh, Superpowers collection. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking it hard, like, guys. Like DC, every couple years, they, they put out the DC Icons line. Then it becomes the DC Essentials line. Then it's the DC Superpowers. Like, it's just every couple years, it's a different thing. It's like, don't break my heart. I got to stick, stick with one thing that works and keep going. Yeah. Not the DC way, Jordan. <laughs> the reboot. Try it. Well, it's my turn. I guess uh, I don't expect this to make it or anything, but I want to mention one of my top ten toys I played with growing up. And when, you know, my son was old enough, we, we and we moved in this house. We built a big table in the basement for this and I have a workbench that we worked on these and played with them all the time. A lot of people make racing sets, but AFX Ultra 5 is the closest thing to real racing. Ask the expert. Talk about real. Only Ultra 5 steers like a real racer. With Steericon, you can steer into the pit, steer past other cars, steer around the treacherous breakout wall. And only Ultra 5 has a real electronic timer and lap counter. Ultra 5 steers like a real racer. That's why Aurora's the one. AFX Ultra 5 from Aurora. The closest thing to real racing. Slot car track, electric, you know, and sit here and we just build these cars, you know, take them apart and buy high output stuff and better pickups and the right magnets and engines in there and different tires and everything and just race cars on a slot car track, build different configurations and everything. I played with that like crazy as a kid and it lasts forever. Just keep your track clean, buy more track, build huge. I mean, some people are model train people. I, I In fact, I, that never even crossed my mind whether that qualifies yeah. as a toy. I mean, I'm sure that's a huge thing, but it's like we were racing slot cars, I, you know, all the time growing up and now with my kids and I just, that was definitely in my top 10. Did yeah, you guys I, ever have slot cars? I would assume. I had a track. Yeah, I had a track. Um, you know, it wasn't huge or anything, but it, in a few, maybe two or three different cars. But yeah, I remember playing with it. Sure. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I remember. I mean, it didn't. It didn't make my. I didn't even think about it. I, I don't know why it didn't. But I mean, we had the tracks that you know you put build them up the wall. Oh yeah. The cars go up the wall, and then you know you turn the lights off and they glow. I mean, it, yeah, it was. And it was always fun, you know, to, to squeeze that trigger right before it went around a turn and the car goes across the carpet. Right. You had to balance the, if you take it seriously, you got to balance the right amount of magnet to stay stuck to the track, but not slow it down and be able to slow down. Oh, you're trying to shoot them off the track. We're racing. <laughs> you know, we're trying to win, slow down the corners and. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. I actually, when Toys R Us went out, because it's hard to find those tracks now. Yeah, but we have, you have to go to hobby shops and pick up people's that have sold them over the years. Like, I just have a bunch of people's old track that I cleaned up. So I went, and when Toys R Us was going out of business, I went and bought uh, some of those, is it Anki? The Anki, it's basically, it's a, it's a flat track. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, it, and it, you have your cars on there, and you drive them with your phone. 
I don't know yeah. if they're uh, guessing yeah. it runs to Bluetooth or whatever, but you put the app on your phone and the cars stay on the track just like before, but there's no, you know, there's no, there's no little like notch from the car that sticks down into a slot on the track or anything. Right. And then you have special abilities for the cars. Now I haven't, my kids aren't old enough. I have them all still in the box. So I'm hoping that we get to play them here eventually, but, uh, I bought extra t- track and everything, but they were really cheap when, when Toys R Us was going out of, out of business. So. Oh yeah. We get some glow in the dark track or striping, get the, get some cars with headlights to shut all the lights off and race them. It's a good time. I can definitely hear the sound. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm hearing the sound. Yeah, Sometimes you had to clean off the, uh, yeah, you gotta get your steel wool. Eraser. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, that, that is in my personal top ten, but I'm it doesn't sound like anybody's gonna gung ho about it. But I'll put it on the side list here, and that takes it back to Cliff's turn. Okay, um, I'm just gonna throw I'm gonna throw one out there. Uh, Valerie um, mentioned on our Facebook page today that kind of brought some memories back, and and you commented on too. And, and if we're, if we're gonna do a girl dink dink toy dink dink um strawberry shortcake strawberry shortcake every little girl loves how you smell loves your wonderful world mothers it's where lime chiffon butter cookie angel cake cherry cuddler and sour grapes all of Strawberry's friends are scented and come with their own pets. Where they ride in the big berry trolley, play in the garden house, and wear lovable new baby dolls. Baby Strawberry Shortcake, Apricot, and Lemon Meringue blow sweet-smelling make-believe kisses. Bring your little girl to see Strawberry Shortcake's oh, yeah. one Very popular. Kenner. And yeah. back in the 80s, my, well, late 70s, 80s, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Somebody should look that up. I'm not going to. But, but, but much like Valerie, she shared you know, all these pictures of things that my sister had all that stuff too, you know, the, just all the, the kitchen thing. And we had sheets and all the little yeah. figures at the time she co- collected the figures of strawberry shortcake and all those. And they smelled, uh, yes. I, I remember they each smelled like strawberry shortcake was right. Strawberries. <laughs> there was blueberry muffin and apricot, apricot and all them. I don't know characters beyond that, but then there was lemon uh, meringue maybe. Oh, that sounds right. My mom decided that I was collecting Smurfs and she would buy me little, when she'd get my sister those, she'd get me Smurfs. And I think they sold them like Hallmark or something. And every time she went there, you got it. I must have 50 different Smurfs. I didn't even know there was that many, but that was when the cartoon was on. And yeah. You know, but yeah, it was, it was a line. I didn't have a sister, um, but my cousin, <laughs> Her and I were the same age. We went, we were, you know, she was the closest thing I had to a sister. And that was the one thing I remember her always toting around was that collection, all the dolls, the strawberry shortcake. And I remember this, I, I remember the smells and oh, yeah. the bed sheets and that whole mess. It was a huge popular, I'd say early to mid eighties line. Of course it had a cartoon. Um, but yeah, I think. They're, What's they're that? out now. You, you can go to Walmart and buy them now. Wow. They, they redid them. So, yeah. Everything's very... coming back. So, right, right. But the, the, it's a timeless concept. I mean, as far as toy lines go. Um, but I just thought if I was like, well, what's a Kapow, you know, girl line? It's not really Barbie. 
Um, yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's like, obviously, the number one known is Barbie. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah. and a lot of that is being able to dress them up. They, they, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a that's a lot of fun with that is being able to buy clothes and put them on and stuff. But there's other products that you can do that too. You know, a lot. I mean, that, right. That, yeah. All, all kinds of dolls have different clothes and she, you know, put out cabbage patch dolls. You know, mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing at that time. I remember they, uh, my people were making their own. My grandma, yeah. grandma would buy the heads and make bodies for them. And Sell them on the black market. Head, save, save the money. We, cabbage kids. We'd all, we all got cabbage patch kids for Christmas that one year. And it just like, you still have yours? No. Well, there, we had them, all, they had them all sitting on the couch with my brother, who was a baby at the time. There's a picture of all the cabbage patch dolls of him. He's the only one we kept. <laughs> but we just liked his outfit. The, but you you could you know dress them up, things like. And now there's Build a Bear. You built you go mm-hmm. Build a Bear, and you can change the outfits on that. I think that's a very popular product. You know. Huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that would be more our kids' generation, right? Um, but yeah, definitely. Sure. They're every mall in America. Right. Right. And that's also very, um, boy and girl, you know, play, played with, play with Build-A-Bear, you know, though you can build any, you know, make any kind of, uh, it doesn't have to be a doll baby. It could be a teddy bear. It could be a, a turtle, a, you know, now they've got a baby Yoda that you can order. Right. Build-A-Bear. Anyway, I'm not, but anyways, it. it's funny that I, my experience with strawberry shortcake is very similar where I had a cousin who was older than me. So she, all her old strawberry shortcake toys were still at her house. When we visited them, they didn't have a lot of kids toys, but that she had these strawberry shortcakes and I immediately wanted to go play with them. And like the, fa- I, I, you know, it became like a running joke. Like what's wrong with Jordan? What's with these girl toys? <laughs> but like they were cool. I remember the place that was like a tree. They were just woke. Them. Yeah. <laughs> but they were interesting. They were cool. They had a different personalities. The, the place yeah. that, so I, it, you know, at the, even it was that a great age, I knew it was a girl toy, but it was like, it was still cool. And it was the only thing they had to play with. So I mean, they had big heads, but you know, I mean, they were about the size of a GI Joe, you know, but mm-hmm. they just had big heads. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I wish my GI Joe smelled nice and fruity. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Scarlet, step your game up. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, uh, what are we doing? Are we throwing this in the pile or are we just throwing it out? For now, we'll put it in the in, we'll put it in the side pile here. And decide how serious. We are. All right, so let's go ahead and just knock it off the list. From Kenner's Star Wars collection comes the Stormtrooper, the Sand People, and all twenty action figures, including new Hammerhead, Snaggletooth, and more, each sold separately. And now Boba Fett, Star Wars villain, with his laser rifle. Boba Fett is not yet available in stores, but you can get him free with four proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figures. Details on specially marked packs at participating stores. Offer ends May 31st. Star Wars action figures sold separately from Kenner. Uh, I'm kind of confused why nobody has said Star Wars figures yet. So we didn't have to use it as our pick. We like being dramatic, okay? We all agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was easy. Okay, next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember I I was just a a wee lad there in the uh, 
late 1970s, back when there was a Kresge's there on Putnam Street across from J.C. Penney's, and I would walk over there. My grandma worked at J.C. Penney's. I'd walk across the street into Kresge's Five and Dime because I'm 100 years old, and that the K in Kresge's is what you got a nickel for the picture show. Yeah, took it, a streetcar downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the K and Kresge's, if you don't know, that's that's Kmart. What Kmart became. But uh, we, you know, I go across there and get my original Star Wars figures back in 1970. I, I want to say 77, but it probably wasn't until 78 when you could actually get them. But, uh, you know, Cliff and I, I don't know about you guys, but Cliff and I were both spoiled when it came to Star Wars stuff. We probably had everything. And yeah, definitely. Russ has got the uh, got the Mandalorian in the Black series he's showing off right now. Is that we'll hold that up again? Yeah. Hold that up. This is uh, yeah, it's one of the the newer figures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, I love yes. that show. I mean, just groundbreaking in the way things were merchandised, just in general. Uh, famously, George Lucas took a deal where he made less money up front, but made more money on the merchandising, and just opened the floodgates to the property to, to be everywhere soon after the movie. And it kind of right. paved the way for a lot of the, the action figures we've already talked about earlier. Definitely. This was, yeah, you're exactly right. This, this paved the way. This um, was this, that what started that scale of figures. All the figures and. Yeah. Yeah. Revolutionized, revolutionized the entire market with that three and three quarter inch um figure and i mean this it was just gold when a figure, I mean, when, when a figure's that small it's easy to fit into a vehicle so then you've got spaceships you've got land speeders you've got then you, you know the sky's the limit on what you can build around yep. not so easy to play with your mask figures at the same time we're here that's, but that's <laughs> definitely a knock on it you know um for sure but uh, here's, it's, a, it's a lock. Basically, what we're saying, yeah, no is doubt. it's a lock. So yeah, we didn't have a lot. Like my my parents didn't actually buy a lot of Star Wars figures for us, but my mom went to a yard sale and bought a huge, I mean, like a huge box of something. Uh, probably the yard sale things. my mom sold mine at, or or my mom, yeah. <laughs> So mine it, disappeared. It's, it's funny because my brother, my my middle brother, still has them. I mean, he I mean he doesn't have that big box anymore, but he has all the all the ships and figures and everything that that we got back in the geez, that had to have been the the late eighties, mid to late eighties. The dark times, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it <laughs> ran from from seventy eight to uh, to eighty five, eighty six. The original Kenner line. Um, over a hundred figures, countless, you know, the, the Falcon, Slave One, just the Death Star playset, uh, Land Ewok of the Jawa. E oh my God, the Ewok Village. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're all the Adat Walker. I mean, just amazing, amazing toys and playability. Number one on my list, um, if not everybody's here. So I don't know. I, I mean, I could talk about it. All night long, but I don't know that really much needs more needs to be said with it. And then had a nice comeback in the 90s with a whole 
new wave of figures and has never slowed down since. Yeah, the Power of the Force 2, I remember, and I've got a whole box of those out in the garage actually still carted. Um, but I remember when those came out and I was like in high school and I was like, I remember seeing them and I was like, oh, that's cool, but I'm I'm not buying toys. And my parents went out and just like, I guess out of their nostalgia for buying me Star Wars Kenner figures, bought a bunch of them up. And eventually I was like, well, I'll, I'll you know, oh, I'll, I'll be a speculator and I'll buy some and throw them in a box. And yeah. they've, they've sat there ever since. But I remember uh, this is one that I didn't have Star Wars figures until I'm not sure what birthday it was. I remember being at my grandmother's house. My birthday's in November. And uh, she ordered them out of the Sears catalog. And I got like the first, I think the, the original 12 um, were, were what came out in that early bird. Well, maybe not the early bird, but the original 12 that came out with uh, A New Hope or just Star Wars as we called it. And then I got 10 of those in a set. I got everything but the Tusken Raider and I think the Death Star Commander. Um, but those were the first ones I I had. Loved them. I played with them so much, like my original Luke, Han, Leia. Um, all the heads eventually broke off, and then, you know, so I had to go out, and then I had Empire, um, Han, and Leia, and Luke, and and Jedi ones, and all these different, because I just, pl I played with them to death until I killed the figures and had to go out and buy whatever uh, version I didn't have. This isn't even your pick, Cliff. It's, you picked Strawberry Shortcake. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. We were going to back you on Strawberry Shortcake, but. Yeah. All right. So go okay, ahead and break so, that one yeah. yeah, it's on the, it's on the main list. So uh, All right. moving on. Jordan. I've, uh, we haven't got through my whole top ten, but I think the biggest one I've got left is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was the only other It's the new wacky action wind-up turtles! Who are you calling wacky? How about Ray fighting Raphael? Who spins to attack with foot stars and Ratola? That's not wacky. Well, what about sewer swimming Donatello? Who gets into the swim with Spear and Scuba Jet? Or rock and roll Michelangelo with spinning action arm and weapons? Well, now we're talking wacky! No, we're talking trouble! Because here comes the Foot Clan's mouser! Stomping and chopping! Why don't this? From Playmate! The one I was surprised, you know, was yeah. felt like yeah, I was, you know, I was going up. This, my favorite turtle. You know, I was always in the reflection. It's it's yeah. Michelangelo. Yeah, I see the. Yeah, there you go. We see it. So, a <laughs> black and white independent comic in 1984. We turned into a cartoon in 1987, and this toy line in 1988. Um, yeah, another one. I was I was gaga for the cartoon. Had to have all the toys. The the villains were in, yeah they were they were mutated so they had all kinds of crazy uh, villains and also you know uh, friends and foes throughout the line. The big sewer playset was fun. The uh, the turtle van was fun. The blimp. The blimp. Yeah, great villains. You know, uh, you had your your shredder and your rocksteady and your bebop, but then you had like uh, Baxter Stockman and. And uh, Krang and all these crazy, crazy characters. So Casey Jones was always my favorite. I don't know why. Casey Jones and then uh, uh, Stan Sakai's Usagi Yojimbo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the rabbit samurai. Mm -hmm. I mean, just 
I got, I got, we had a, like a Christmas gift exchange. I just remembered in like maybe second, third grade. I don't know what, whatever year that was. And like every kid brought in a gift, like $5 or under and they wrapped. And I remember like whatever kid brought it in had it, the, the paper had ripped and I saw it was a turtle's toy. So I'm like, I'm picking that one. Cause I'm like, who knows what these other idiots brought in here, but if that's a turtle's toy, I'm getting it. And it was Usagi. I was like, that. I, I, doubt, I remember the day I got my Usagi paper. Wow. Yeah, definitely. This is, um, I expected this to be on the list. So what, you guys think this is like, definitely has to be on the list? The main list, all three of you? I mean, we're not going to break your legs, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think for Kapow, I think it does. <laughs> or Jordan won't be our friend anymore. <laughs> so I, according to my, I've got seven definites. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm being pretty uh, lenient here with the, I just like, okay, he man, okay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, I mean, we need to put Nerf on there. Nerf is huge. Is Nerf bigger than Barbie? For us, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your last? What's your last pick here on our? Rest? I'm not even gonna. I mean, I'm. I don't have. You're just gonna pick Nerf feel, again. Yeah, I don't pick feel strong. I don't feel strongly enough. Like I'm gonna be able to convince you guys of something. I could list off a bunch. We need to start talking about. A bunch of things that maybe aren't going to be on the list, but but I think we've you know exhausted. How do these all guys them. not make the list? I, I have that's what I was going to bring up just regular army men, but we, we it's once these action figures came out, we quit really going crazy with the army men, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they they still make them. I mean, you buy huge oh, bags of them. I got some on the table right here. We're playing yeah. war games with them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I don't know that I. I never you, played with army think, men after after because I always had action figures. What do you think spawned like Warhammer and you know all the other little miniatures? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you yeah, feel strongly about yeah. it, you should have nominated. Oh no, I don't feel that strongly on it. That's why it's in my honorable mentions. <laughs> well, let's look up what our Facebook friends had to say. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jared commented that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because we were big on that. That was we kind of co-collected those. We would each get them. We were both at the the right age where we each got turtle toys and just kind of threw them all together. Uh, we had. Let's see. I think a first comment was from Eric Robinson, voted for the original Kenner Star Wars. It says uh, for nostalgia alone. And then Leandra Smith seconded that with a vote and then she threw in the fisher price little people yeah including the farm the house the school the plane i mean those were those were iconic from the yeah oh yeah yeah i mean who didn't have you guys remember weeble did you guys ever even heard weeble of weeble wobble. wobbles weeble, yeah yeah weebles wobble but they don't fall down that's right <laughs> yeah and uh, Jared also threw out, he, he said, definitely dinosaurs, and threw a picture on there. <laughs> dinosaurs, and it, <laughs> and it was these weird little cavemen guys who rode around on dinosaurs. Yeah, Not I, don't, I don't know that I'd ever seen those before. I had never seen that. I, mean, 
I mean, I've seen dinosaur toys a million times, but who yeah. knows if they were those? Yeah. yeah, they were some weird. Yeah, I don't think they were <laughs> just some weird thing we got somehow. Uh, but yeah, they were they were fun. And the, but I remember they're called. I had to look it up. I didn't even remember the name of it, so it was not going to go on my list. But Bone Age, they were the dinosaur toys. They were all skeletons. And a little more historically accurate because the cavemen would not have interacted with real dinosaurs. But like the, the you got little cavemen from the ice clan and the lava clan and the stone clan, and each of them had a dinosaur to ride on. And then the dinosaurs, like, you put them together, but you could also take them apart and like put T Rex legs on a brontosaurus. And like it, they, they were building figures, but they were also action figures. So and they didn't last long enough. Uh, I Looking them up, it was from uh, Kenner. But they, they came out in 1987. I said Kenner was scrambling because all these classic toys were kind of nearing the end of their run. And they wanted a new a hot new thing, but this was not it. <laughs> it did not it did not make up for all the classic 80s toys. So yeah, we had a lot of a lot of dinosaur toys nominated. And then Valerie Lowe chipped in with quite a few suggestions. Uh, starting with strawberry shortcake. Let me find it here. She threw a few uh, her her the things she had. A Poochie Pup. That one didn't ring a bell. Nope. Cabbage Patch Kids, of course. Rainbow yeah. Bright. Remember that, yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. Oh, the Rainbow Bright cereal. Wow, I just remembered that. That was the Yeah. <laughs> uh, Remember the doll? I had sisters, so they had all these weird dolls. Of course, they all had the one eye that didn't work. You know, <laughs> supposed to their eyes are supposed to close when they lay down. But it's I had a Fiero too that one headlight wouldn't close either. They made a Sandy but, Duncan. They made a Sandy Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> a Sandy Duncan. We can't keep doing this. We're going to get we're going to get canceled. Um, then the, there was a <laughs> and, then, and one of the dolls you had like a string in its back and you pulled and their hair got shorter and you could pull their ponytail out and make yeah. it long and short. So. Mm-hmm. Sandy Duncan doll must have been after like the cat from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was all kinds of stuff. Go on. Uh, oh, Jared also threw out pound puppies. Yeah. yeah. Pound well, puppies. I heard there's a story. Yeah. Uh, let me tell the story. We used to, we had pound puppies and we also had the, uh, the, the, the accoutrement that went with them. There were like hats and jackets and costumes to dress up your pound puppy. And I wrote plays for the pound puppies to put on. So like the pound puppy, we dressed them in costume and then put on a pound puppy play. I think the, the, the most, the most acclaimed one was about bullying. It was like an anti-bullying message. The mean pound puppy. The, the most bullied. acclaimed one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to slip that in there. <laughs> Did you, was this like a traveling show? You went around the neighborhood and they're like, do the one. <laughs> the one that didn't. Places, everyone. The one that didn't put people to sleep, maybe. Uh, I think the last comment was about rescue heroes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I remember uh, those. Yeah, that's, that's more nephews, of anywhere. Nephews had a ton of those. These are the ones based on policemen, firefighters, EMTs. So kind of real life heroes, but jazzed up into the yeah. superhero. Yeah, they had had wings. a cartoon. Yeah, and uh, my son loved them. He's nineteen now. So the, these came out when when he was that at that age, and oh my god, we had a ton of them. We had a ton of the uh, the VHS. I, I'm pretty, yeah, VHS copies of the 
different episodes and stuff. He played with those. They were great toys because they were durable. Um, they had great, a great look and costume to them. Um, not a lot of articulation, but you know, not everything does. Um, Russ has an Alf doll. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't have an Alf doll? Everybody should have an Alf doll. Willie. Thank you very much, all our Facebook friends, for commenting on that. We love, you know, that reminded us of some things we may have forgotten. Uh, we yeah. like interacting in that way. So anytime we do something like this, please give us your suggestions as well. We I'm going to read some stuff off. Uh, we've got Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. You know, um, Super Soakers, Tonka trucks and Tonka such. Truck. Huge. Um, you guys remember fashion plates? I remember my sisters had these oh. fashion plates. You like laid down different outfits. You could put like pants with shirts and hats or whatever. And then you'd rub, put paper over that and rub it with a crayon. I've and got it, a new thing for my top 10. Yeah, that would have been, we, it was called the Mighty Men and Monster Maker. And you could create right, yeah. superheroes yeah. and monsters and things. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Then there was uh, Shrinky Dinks. Not really a toy much, but you know, cook them in the oven or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, rockets. We used to have model rockets and shoot those suckers yeah. off and stuff. Um, remote control cars, we got, like the Tamiya grasshoppers and stuff. I'm a little more high end toy, but we used to race those in our neighborhood. Um, you know, the Evil Knievel stunt cycle was a great toy when I was a kid. Which Wind that thing up. To find again. Yeah, and then uh, like six million dollar man and all those kind of things. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, when my son was a kid, that all Pokemon and Bakugan and Tamagotchi, all that stuff. No, I don't. Yeah. We had to buy all that crap. Uh, remember that helicopter, uh, Verta Bird thing? It was like a helicopter that just went around in a circle. And you sat a remote and you could try to land it and stuff. It would just basically go up and down and go in a circle. It was like a remote control helicopter didn't go anywhere. <laughs> That was big. That was big. Trust me. Go ahead. Anything you guys have. My honorable mentions, the last one of my top ten, I've had starting lineup figures, the, the sports action yep. figure. Yeah, the, I, I had a bunch of those when they first yeah, came starting out. Starting lineup. Yeah. Something we've never seen before, a way to have your favorite athlete involved. Do you guys remember in the, in the 80s? Oh yeah! Oh, this was always big for me because it was made by a company called Russ, the Rush Troll. A troll, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because now they make the my my kids got these in their Happy Meals today, and it reminded me. I'm like the trolls. Yeah. Yeah. So but I had in the '80s. It's right back to you know mm -hmm. the movie just came out. Yep. The new trolls movie. So they have what a walk around a walk around uh, character at Universal Studios in Florida, um, based off those new trolls movies. And one of them, I don't know the name of it, but it it's a guy in a suit, you know. But uh, his big thing is he farts glitter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. That's awesome. Mr. Potato Head. Oh. oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, it started out as a toy back in the 50s or 60s where you'd actually get a, uh, you know, the the – the components and, and actually stab them into an actual potato. The actual plastic potato didn't come around until like the seventies. It was like 20 or 30 years. People. Sticking was, these in potatoes. Yeah. Michael used to dig up. That was 
was the original toy he dug up was a potato. That's where he got the idea to bury his toys. He had right. some mentions. He wanted us to mention. Okay, about some, talking about old school references for this show. That's another yeah. old, old reference. I'm going to, I hope I got these right. He wanted us to mention Sliver Cox, Captain Flower, and the Solar of the Fuhrer. I, so those are some of his favorites. What? <laughs> what you get, Michael, for not coming on? That's pretty close. I may have uh, mispronounced some of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of his, uh, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. I had that oh, line. That? Um, that was a great line. Uh, the sh- You could put your the figure into the ship and play the, the um, special VHS cassette tapes, and it would have an adventure, and you would fly your ship, and it had a little trigger with an infrared, and you would shoot it at the screen. And like you, it, you would get hit. Also, you would score points, but you you would get hit also. And if you get hit like three times, your figure would eject from the ship. It was a cool toy. It was uh, at that time. Good. I remember show. the ads for that in like every comic book, and yeah. never quite understanding how it would work. Yeah, I had all that. Um, that was a good. That was a good line. Um, How's times left, Cliff? Uh, I don't know enough. There you go. Um, I want to run through mine real quick because uh, I've got a few on here. Uh, we didn't mention Silverhawks. I yeah. just said it, Silverhawks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they were. I thought uh, we were going back to the adult mart stuff. <laughs> they were um, like vac metalized figures. Uh, mm. Had a cartoon, great line. Um, I think I've maybe got, a, but let me get it on here for, real quick. Tallyhawk. Yeah, the, the the big ship you could put the whole team had a ship that split apart. It was called the Mirage. Yeah. Um that guy was Moonstar. Moonstar. Yes. Yeah. So that was I really loved this line. Um that was a lot of fun. And then I had um Thundercats, of course. L L J N did those original figures. Um that was a set I had to go around and, and that's get coming yeah. back. Kevin Smith's doing that Netflix show. Oh, no. He's doing so he he a Oh, he's doing he I thought someone, there's someone else that's doing... Uh, there it is a show right now, yeah. Yeah, it's on Cartoon Network. Yeah, and people, was, people do not like it because it's, it's mm-hmm. like the Teen Titans Go. It's very silly. Yeah. Tape. But back in the 80s, that was a great line. Um, those were fun figures, not, you know, at the good 80s line. Um, then I had, uh, from my son's childhood... We collected, uh, he loved that Justice League show that came out in like the 2000s, early 2000s, and then it led into Justice League Unlimited. That was a big line, had a ton of DC characters in it um, that were very, it was very playable. And it was the first time a lot of those characters had a toy. And then Centurions. Oh, Centurions were some of my favorites. That was a really fun line. Um, You could buy the different kits. Um, the weapons and stuff that stuck onto the figures. And then uh, Battle Beast, that, they were little mini figures like animals and they fire, wood, different elements. Everybody had a, they were on different teams that were, uh, I like Visionaries was another one in that same category. They had the, the holograms on them um, that didn't last very long. And My Little Pony was a huge... Talk about yeah, girl toys. That was a huge line. So, and that's it for me, I think. 
Uh, you didn't say sectors or sectower. Sector? I was sitting here thinking of sectors too. Yeah, I mean they had that that uh, spider or whatever that was a puppet in the in the yeah. big castle or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And then I I had mad balls. Everybody remembers those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when I just thought of somebody said the word something spawn something and I forgot. What about the spawn? You know the McFarland spawn oh, figures. Yeah. Kind of began the adult market collector for you know they weren't to play with they were to pose and look cool so yeah mcfarlane made a lot more money off of spawn toys than he did comic books so <laughs> he's doing a that's, kickstarter right now that's he's got over two million dollars to re-release his, his original spawn figure i just bought a mcfarlane figure today for some D D. So uh, I've, got, got, I've, got a, I've got a few more here. I oh, mean, go ahead. Old. Yeah. got the uh, the etch a sketch. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the hula hoop and the boomerang <laughs> and the Care Bears. Oh yeah, Care Bears. Yeah. Oh gosh, you guys remember the popples? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the little stuffed okay. animal that they folded in on themselves yeah. and turned into a yeah. ball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we have seven we've already put in our top ten, right? Yes. Well, okay, we put so Nerf. We... Nerf. Nerf makes it eight. Okay. So we have two we need to get in there. Two spots left. And I'll, I'll read off the side, side list we have here. The DC Kenner figures, Mask. Play-Doh, Real Ghostbusters, Marvel Legends, Tycho Slot Car, Strawberry Shortcake, Build-A-Bear. I think the only other thing we've done. Thoughts? What stands on, out? On a more diverse list, yeah, something like My Little Pony or, or Strawberry Shortcake would I, would I think would be a no-brainer, but depends on... I don't, I mean, I want to be like, we have something like that, but then I'm also, it is going to stick out like a sore thumb <laughs> on this list. Right, yeah, you don't put Barbie in there. And <laughs> None of us are saying Barbie. Or my um, I was actually, it does stick out, but I think it sticks out for a reason. I don't have a problem with it, you know, it's... I mean, I definitely remember there was plenty of freaking strawberry shortcake going on at my house. Yeah, most of it, we're all telling stories about strawberry shortcake. We have memories of it. It was something that, you know, impacted us. It's still yeah. around, yeah. So, Possibly. what's the other one? Then what's one the other the one? Ladies. One for the ladies. What's, uh, what's the other one then? The last slot. What, what I forget what the other two Every, I'm going to read them off again, and each of you, <laughs> listen, I'm going to read them off again, and each of you just think which one of those, and we'll see if we have a double up on any of them. DC Kenner figures, Mask, Play-Doh, Real Ghostbusters, Marvel Legends, Tyco Slot Cars, Build-A-Bear. I don't even know why I keep saying that, but it's written out there. Well, yeah. I, I picked the uh the kenner superpowers line so that's the one that stands out for me i'm just right so over mask yeah so we can take mask off that all right yeah personally i would say ghostbusters but 
in that list, I think the superpowers figures are the most important, the most iconic, the ones that people remember. Them. Yeah, I'll agree. They're the oldest. I mean, that's the oldest set. I mean, over the, is that the DC set or yeah. Yeah. just? Yeah, I think the only thing you could compare um, is like maybe uh, the Migos. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I always yeah. hear about the Migos. But I, I, I didn't even know Migos existed right. until a few years ago. I wasn't old enough. They weren't as popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are now because they're collectible. But you know, back then they weren't. Yeah, and, and if as a as a child, if you would have given me a Mego figure, one of those power uh, superpowers figures, shoot that that Mego thing that could have been a girl's toy. <laughs> oh, you you need some Jedi mind trick to get me to vote for a DC toy line over the Marvel toy line, but hey, if, I th- I think it works. All right, so we have ten. I will. I gotta say though, if it wasn't for me. And I guess Russ did bring up Hot Wheels. We would have nothing but friggin' action figures on this list. It's it's crazy. Um, okay, here's what you do. I'm gonna read off these the top all ten of these. So make sure you have them written down, all ten of our top ten, and then you're gonna you're gonna rank them yourself. And yeah, we get, you want us to just put it in the chat and send it to you? Sure. However it works, rank them. You know. One to ten, and I'll add them up to tell you what it is. So here's the list. Hot Wheels, G.I. Joe, Lego, He-Man, Transformers, Star Wars, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Nerf, Strawberry Shortcake, and DC. I'm glad I already wrote those down because that was very fast. Me too. I right, got nine nine minutes, so we, we can edit this out later doing doing the math. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You got the final results? Yes. Oh my God! I never could have done that in the in the four minutes or whatever I had left. That would I have saw been... the beads of sweat for me. Oh man! <laughs> no way! All right. So here is our official Kapow top 10 toy lines of all time. And we're not just blowing smoke here with our number 10. We're giving some, you know, credence to a, a wide toy line here that, you know, Valerie pointed, brought up to us today to remind us of how we all remember it. You know, it's, it's still around. So, you know, Strawberry Shortcake, that line of toys is cemented in pop culture toys. And I have no problem with being on our list, but it, hey, it did only make number 10. But did you, any of you guys think going into this, we would have Strawberry Shortcake on the side? No, that's what I mean. Oh. If, she, if she wouldn't have brought it up today, there's it wouldn't be on here. So yeah. congrats. You got it on the list. You made a good argument. You reminded us of it. Yeah, we need to. You know, we need Valerie back on the podcast sometime to straighten us out. <laughs> oh yeah, so that was our number ten. Number nine, we got the Kenner DC line. Whatever, what was that called? Uh, it was the uh, Kenner Superpowers line. Yes. Okay. Okay. So those were the last two added. That makes sense. They would be the bottom two. Yes. I'm not sure what the rest of the list is, but those two are, aren't surprising. Yeah. 
It's a, they're, they're all pretty evenly spread in points. It's not like, you know, crazy until the top. Um, in eighth place is the Transformers line. Hmm. Definitely deserve to be on there. I, I'm surprised it got beat out by the next one. Now, we actually had technically a tie for sixth place. So I had to come up with a tiebreaker. And I, I'm i the ultimate authority here. You don't <laughs> just went, tell us. Yeah. You could have just yeah, done right. it. Yeah, well, I'll just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being full disclosure. Uh, two people had one of them in their top, one of these in their top five. So that one edges out the other one for me. So in seventh place, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Technically, it was tied with Nerf, but it was in two people's top five for Nerf. So Nerf is in sixth place. Here we're at our top five toy lines. In fifth place, we have Hot Wheels, cars, Matchbox, Hot Wheels, whatever. In fourth place, you guys love this, uh, Masters of the Universe <laughs> toys. Wow. Fourth place. Um, Seems a little low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That may be my fault. Um, in third place, Lego. Seems a little high. <laughs> that may also be my fault. Um, second place, the G.I. Joe line. And no surprise, in first place, Kenner Star Wars line. Yeah. What a list. Star Wars. I put Star Wars as low as I could to help edge G.I. Joe, but I couldn't I couldn't put it like too far down my list. Right, right. I had to be fair about it. Yep. So we did it. Yeah. I this turn this was a lot of fun for me. I'm I, I don't know about everybody else or the listeners or whatever. But <laughs> And it, we don't care. Yeah, or whatever. No. Thank you for indulging me. Yeah. <laughs> So, Any day that I get to talk about toys is a good day. Yes. Right. So, yeah. Um, is this where you want to throw out your weird question? Oh, I thank you. I completely forgot. Yes. But why, how could we forget? So, what, what is what is the top toy company, the manufacturer? What what do you guys think? I know what I think. It's I mean, you think Kenner. Well, Kenner. It, I mean, it comes down between Kenner Mattel and Hasbro, right? I mean, those are. I think it has. Else? Yeah, I, I think it has to. I mean, Playmates did Turtles, and uh, yeah. LJN has done a lot of stuff. Wrestlers and Thundercats, stuff like that. Oh, um, we never really talked about wrestling figures or anything, did we? No, I wasn't um, into that really, but somebody was. Yeah, sure. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> my shirt here. <laughs> Jewish lightning. Um, yeah, I, for me, it's Kenner. So I don't, what do you guys think? Uh, Hasbro would be my first thought. Just thinking, like you said, the uh, revolution tie in when you mm -hmm. throw in GI Joe, Transformers, mask, ROM, visionaries, uh, Micronaut. Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're up, they're really high up there. Probably uh, number two for me. 
but I don't have a strong enough opinion to argue with you. So, yeah, well, I, don't I, don't a, I don't have a strong enough opinion to argue yeah. one way or the other. I mean, it. I mean, Mattel, you know, with Barbie. I mean, they they are pretty big too. But did Ken I mean, kind of fizzle out there? Well, Mattel did um, Masters of the Universe too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think uh, Mattel. Are they owned by? I think they're owned by Hasbro now. Oh wow! I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but I want to say that. Is Kenner know. making anything new? No, Kenner is also owned uh, by Hasbro now. <laughs> so maybe so basically Hasbro. It's, it's Hasbro. <laughs> they bought up everybody else. America, America. <laughs> we just have one company. <laughs> you got a famous. I mean, a favorite. Uh, uh, designer, Cliff, or engineer, um, vice president? No, no, no. I'm going to go that far. <laughs> However, Kenner, Kenner was, uh, they the were. The sock head- guy. I like the sock guy. The sock guy. Kenner. Yeah, with the, yeah. made the. Made the Yoda Jawa. coat, or Jawa yeah. coat. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. But, but Kenner was, uh, they were in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, the building is actually occupied by the Kroger Company now, another Cincinnati company. But yeah, I mean, they were pretty local flavor for us to uh, to be such a you know strong player in that industry for so long. So, anyways, um, that was just you know I I just wondered. Um, yeah. But but yeah, this was this was fun for me. Hope it was for everybody else. Um, any Russ, I'm sure you've got some stuff to plug while you're here. You might as well. Oh, um, I'm 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 good. I I. Not really too much. Uh, for for, in, for listeners that don't know Russ, um, Russ is does a lot of uh, coloring. For uh, he's a colorist for uh, quite a few. You've done several comic lines now that you've worked on. Well, yeah, most of the stuff that I work on is is uh, indie indie comics. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, with everything going on today, indie comics seem to be doing pretty well compared to everybody else fighting um, over, you know, who's distributing comics and who's not and everything else. So, um, yeah, I, I color for Marat Michaels, who is best friend, buddies with uh, Rob Liefeld, who has a Snake Eyes comic coming out here in a couple months, not huh, Jordan? He does, yes. <laughs> Snake Eyes Dead Game. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But yeah, I color some indie comics for uh, Marat, uh, Nadia Nice and Battle Fred and Yeti. You know, they have a naughty cover and a nice cover. So it's fun stuff. It's, it's, it's a good side gig. So. And you put a lot of the stuff you do, even some of the stuff you do just for fun or practice or whatever, out on your Instagram page, too. I do. Yeah. I do. It's just uh, at Russcast, R-U-S-S-C-A-S-S. That's my Instagram name yeah. and... Uh, I appreciate it. I, this is always fun for me to, to come on and, and do this with you guys. You guys are a blast. So We love having you, so we'll think of something else. Next really fun thing we have, <laughs> we'll, say, we'll save that one for Russ. Let's bring these other people in for the, the not fun stuff. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it, and we appreciate you out there listening. If we left anything off our list, I don't know how we could have, but I'm sure maybe one or two squeaked by us. No way. Please let us know if we miss one of your favorites, and we appreciate you. Thank you. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes.
I'm Seth. Goodbye forever. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show kapow the pop cultured podcast at gmail.com if you really want to go the extra mile please sign up to be a patron through the podbean app or our website www.udamwithkpp.com to receive special content and early access to some episodes we are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute but please know that most of our content will always remain free so please continue to like comment and share